It's time for Soul Patch Reviews. We're back again here for uh, another little talk about uh, television. Uh, so, Kev, what have you been uh, watching lately? So, one thing that I remember after we did our TV episode was we, we missed a huge, huge genre of Korean TV, which is the saguk, the, the Korean, the history dramas. Right. And I, I, after recording that episode and thinking about it, I, I can't believe we missed that, left that out because it's massive. It's I know. Massive. I think I said like, like one of the four major food groups and that was, I didn't even mention that one. Like how, yeah, how that's how like literally carbohydrates or something, you know, like it's, 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 it's huge. Yeah, it's so big. And yeah. so, so yeah, my, my wife and I recently binged, um, what is it? It's Otsome Burgen Kutong in Korean. It's the, the sleeve, the, the red sleeve. I think it's just the red sleeve or sometimes the red sleeve cuffs because the, the cuffs of the sleeve. Mm. And that's referring to um, the, the gunyo, the, the palace woman, the, the palace ladies. They would wear basically a hanbok, a uniform that had red cuffs. And so that's what it's referring to. And, and basically it's a historical genre based at the end of the 1700s. And this historical genre is kind of cool or this this specific show is really cool because it's completely based on a true story unlike a lot of the other ones it's written it's apparently it was written or based from a book but it's it's based on the actual life of this king and his consort or the woman who would later become his consort which is a spoiler but again you kind of know what happens from from story (laughs) one um and actually right from from like probably episode three or four, because I love historical genres, especially ones that are kind of true, because then I immediately like my what started getting on Wikipedia. I was like, wait, who is this king? And I, I started wanting to learn more about them. So this is a great one because it's it's based on true. It's a, it's based on a true story, and it is a sad story. I'm gonna go ahead and say that right here off the start. Mm-hmm. But it's an amazing show. It's it's a fantastic show. There's the two main actors in it. First is Lee Jun Ho who is playing Isan, who later turns, he later becomes uh, Zhengzhou, the king, uh, Zhengzhou the Great, actually one of the few, uh, one of the only two kings who has the great in his title, actually. Mm. He was, he's considered actually a great king of Korea. He did a lot of really progressive things for, for Korea. If you've ever been down to Suwon and you've been to Hwasong Fortress, he commissioned that to be built, for example. Like I said, I, I binged, I, I went through a lot of the Wikipedia <laughs> after watching it. Yeah. So in Lee Jun-ho, he is actually, he's been doing a few genres now, but this is the first time I'd seen him. He's actually one of the members, he's, he's one of the guys, like many are uh, K-pop idols who turned into actors. And he was oh. in uh, the, the group 2PM, actually. So, yeah, you know, he's yeah. one of these like super handsome guys, but damn, dude can act dude can act like yeah. really well i've actually watched another drama with him uh recently as well and that was quite different but this one i think his acting in it was was really amazing i think all of the acting in, in this show was quite good but especially the two mains so Lee Jun ho who is kind of the king or will begin become the king he's prince for most of of the series um and like and it's a very serious genre and and it shows his depth of character i think he did a really good job of uh, portraying the the role of how serious it is to be you know dealing with the drama the, the the drama of being in a palace while at the same time dealing with like love stories and and it's not really a love story but I'll get back to that in a minute and so his his acting was was great I, I I'm so jealous of people who are just you know amazingly handsome and good singers and good actors <laughs> and this guy's this guy's got it all just touched you know by by yeah. God himself right <laughs> he pretty much has, has that and then yeah. um 
and then he he's not handsome my, my wife is peeping in <laughs> oh apparently oh interesting interesting extra part apparently in 2 p.m in the the group that he was in i'm being told that he was considered to be the least attractive of of the group <laughs> um, well i i didn't know that yeah. so that, that's that's good good information thanks um so then he his counterpart was the actress was Yi Se Young and she played um Dokim. It's, it's a really old name. Dokim is the character's name. Yeah, this sounds. And she cool. basically, yeah, it's a very old school name, yeah. especially for like, I've never heard any name even similar to that in in, in Korean for yeah. for girls' names. Um, and she's like a, a pretty well known actress. She's been an actress apparently since she was relatively young as well. This isn't her first saga, from from what I understand. And she plays the part of of Dogim, who basically is one of the palace ladies, one of the women who work in the palace, and their job is basically to to serve the king or prince or anyone in there, and and they devote their entire lives to that. Like they're not allowed to to live outside the palace; they basically only live there. They're never allowed to get married. Their life is devoted to the king, even though, of course, his life is not devoted to them. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of follows her life and the king's life and and how they become intertwined and you might think this is somewhat of a romance show because it, it it's about how they kind of become come together and like I said I looked on the wikipedia and immediately I'm like oh she becomes his consort later in life but it's not it's not a love story it's it's really not a love story because throughout the throughout the show she's constantly being like no I don't want to be your concubine because that sucks. Like, then I'm just, you know, like one of your women, right? And then I don't want that to be my life. Like, I'm, I'm, and so she turned him down a bunch of times. And that's what made this show so amazing is because it's based on this true story of this true woman who really did all of this. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, they, they dramatize things and, and whatnot, but right. it following, you know, this woman who's basically telling the king, like, no, I don't want to do that. Right is is an epic especially story, in this it, moment it, in in history is kind of yeah, a, a resonates it, probably yeah quite a bit and, with audience it's really members. even harder for for women at the time because this is still during joseon period where it's still very confusion oh yeah right? and and it's and so she was very much like almost a, a confucian feminist if such a thing exists <laughs> right. at the time like she was a, yeah. a, a well, great well she was character. like exercising agency at a time where women didn't have much ag- right. agency and and so it's it's kind of jarring or whatever to to see that or to read about it i imagine right yeah. so seeing them like interacting and it's more about watching how their their relationship grows over the time and then eventually how they become how they get together and again what's really amazing about this is that jungjo the king um he actually was apparently completely completely in love with with her and she was actually his only like uh, consort until well other things happen which aren't really so important in, in for the drama but it's happened in history and that's the one thing is that this show has an epic epic sad ending I, I'm just gonna tell that there like I, I'm not gonna tell you exactly what happened at the end but I, I will tell you that I was in tears there's no happy ever after in this one huh no but it's yeah. but it's this is one of the good examples of a show where even though it's a sad ending it's a good ending yeah like they did it really really well I think. Although I will say that the last like four episodes or so felt a bit rushed. I think like the pacing of the the drama was really good at the start. Like everything just flowed really, really well. And then suddenly at the end, like the last three, four episodes, it feels like just things are jumping ahead. And I think yeah. it was for some reason this this show was only 17 episodes. 
And a lot of Korean dramas like stick to like a 20 episode kind yep. of format. And I think that 20 would have been helpful for this had they had they given it just I, a little bit more. I feel the same way when I'm watching a drama, you know, are they going to, how are you going to land this plane? Yeah. And sometimes it's, um, it's bumpy, you know, and, and sometimes yeah. it's really smooth, but yeah. And this one, again, it, it did land very well, but the, yeah. those last couple episodes just were a little bit fast. Um, and then you get to that last episode. And the last episode is like an hour and a half. And the thing is, it's you're, you're now you're committing to a movie and it's an hour and a half. But it's the saddest hour and a half. My <laughs> wife had a, a, a pile of tissue <laughs> next to us. She, she, again, she got obsessed with this show after as well and just get on the like online forums and was just seeing what people were saying. Yeah. And some woman commented that she was like, I've never seen my dad cry. and He was bawling at, at the end of the... <laughs> um, and so I'm, really I'm the, uh, thing, I got but... some, I got something in my eye that, you know, I'm yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Um, so it was a, a, a amazingly true story an amazingly well-told story. There is some kind of weird subplots that happen in the middle, which I think were a bit strange. There's kind of this, like, my wife was telling me, cause again, it, it's fun watching it with my wife. Cause she's like, oh yeah, she I, can give you some she gives me, like, little insights into yeah. Korean culture and things like that. And uh, she was saying that how the, the the palace ladies, basically, they had a ton of politics within their own ranks, of mm. course, right? Like their job is to take care of the king, but, you know, they want higher ranks amongst themselves. And so there was a lot of politics. And so there was this kind of subplot. And I won't, I won't, don't want to tell you too much about this, because this is a kind of a big spoiler that's not true and not like on the Wikipedia. But there's this crazy subplot that's happening among the ranks of the, the palace women and it it almost to me felt too outside it was it felt like a, a plot that they created out of completely nothing and then once it resolved it was just done and mm. it never went anywhere it was still an interesting story and it was kind of fun to see it but it it, it felt not connected to the rest of the story so much that would be my, probably my only complaint for lack of a better word sure for, if for you're looking show. for something to critique that would be the yeah you know it, it's a minor thing but you know it sounds like overall you really enjoyed the show though oh we we just i mean it we it was yeah i, I don't know it's like i said it's 17 hour long episodes and we we probably finished it over the course of four days or something oh, yeah like that's that. uh it's nice yeah. being on winter vacation so yeah. we're using our time well <laughs> maybe but yeah we we just we couldn't turn it down i mean the acting was amazing it, it brought me really into the world it taught me a bit about korean history as well because like I said, this is all based on a true story, like true people. And so I, I immediately dug into the Wikipedia pages and, and things. And of course they do take a few small liberties with, with the fact that it's not a hundred percent true, but it's pretty damn accurate yeah. from, from my, from my quick research on Wikipedia. And then my wife, again, she watched some, some like talk on, on YouTube from some actual history professor talking about it as well. And she was saying that it's, it's, you know, there's that guy knows more about it than Wikipedia does. And she was saying that it's quite accurate from from that. That's interesting because you know you don't, you don't watch those shows for depth and understanding necessarily. You you watch them to capture the essence of the time period yeah. and maybe a bit of the personality of the character. Um, you know. Yeah, it's just that these these characters and this specific these specific kings and just they had it's just such an epic story mm -hmm. that there's no reason to to mess with it. Like it. Yeah. it it works as it is and and it's it's great and there's really no reason to to completely change things just tell them tell the true story because it is an amazing true story like a king 
who, because then I started looking at all the other kings, you know, I was just randomly clicking through Wikipedia and you look back at like King Sejong and he's got like, you know, 10 concubines and like three wives and like a hundred kids. I'm exaggerating, of course. But then you look at King Jongjo and although he was married a couple of times, really the only one he was ever with was Dogim. And so it's this true love story. Like he really did love this woman who was his court lady and she kept, you know, pushing him back and pushing him back. But he was like a very rare king as far as kings go like he was a very good king like i said he's he's jungjo the great in korea he did some really good things the interesting thing is it sounds like they're both um shackled by their own responsibility like in if they had met in any other circumstances they could have just been a regular couple you know in love and together but they're burdened by these positions that they're placed in by the culture the the by the politics and you know enslaved by the politics so it's uh, a forbidden love that's why i think it's probably so interesting yeah Yeah, but in in a in a more interesting way than a lot of those like kind of you know smarmy dramas are this sounds much more um interesting so uh, yeah no it was great i i would I, I would highly recommend this. This was an amazing show. I mean, I like the saga because I like these historical dramas in general. I think, I think the first Korean show I ever watched was a historical drama. Mm-hmm. They're terrible for listening practice because it's all this crazy old Korean. Oh, um, right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even think I about mean, that. Yeah. Yeah. Something interesting about sagas is that like the old Korean, like I'm sure you've seen it, they actually put up a, a Korean subtitle for Korean people watching it because they're using old Korean vocabulary right. that even modern day Korean people are like, what's that word? And so they pop it up. So for me, it's unfortunately like I can't understand half of what they're saying. I mean, more than half. Right. Um, but it's probably I'm like watching, watching Shakespeare or something like it's equivalent. Kind of. Yeah, yeah probably. Takes but yeah, maybe, no, it's a yeah. great show. I would highly recommend it for people to watch and and i've i've got another uh saga drama that is also really fun and completely different that we can talk about maybe in a couple yeah of weeks. we'll talk about that again so uh grade what, what would you on the uh you know oh, this is for me definitely it's like a a minus a minus that's that a other minus, that yeah. strange plot no this is definitely an a okay these guys so in uh, baseball terms that triple or uh a home run (laughs) i'd I'd say they knocked it out of the park they did they did a pretty amazing job or maybe maybe a what's it called it's like how about an in the park home run maybe something like that right yeah okay it it was amazing the the acting was great the story was great um the soundtrack is actually really really well made i actually put it on just because i was curious and we had it on in the background um it's it's good background music um yeah but yeah they they put a lot into this it, it, i think it's a very well done show so yeah i recommend cool. it check it out the red sleeve the red sleeve what when did it come out what year um this was last year it was either okay. last year or 2020 it was okay. rather, relatively i think it was it's a new year. one okay it's it's quite new, quite it, new. It, i think it, it got some awards it got a lot of praise it's, i think it was last year i think it was the end of last year yeah it was no it was definitely the okay. end of last year so oh, awesome new right. new Brand show new. it's great yeah. you can check it out I'm sure you can check it out somewhere online. There's many places. All right. There you go, everybody. Uh, another excellent recommendation. Uh, you can yeah, check let me know out. if anyone has any, any, any comments about what, what they, what you think as well. You can yeah, send us an website. email. Yeah. You can uh, contact us right through the website, the soulpatch.com. Um, or you could leave a comment in uh, YouTube or uh, you can send us an email at uh, podcast at the soulpatch.com. So if you got any comments about red, the red sleeve, uh, hit us up on Facebook as well. We're up on Facebook and I've got the videos uh, up on Facebook too. So uh, you can uh, send us messages right there. All right. All Thanks right. everybody. See you next time. Yeah. See you next time.